It's the Sunday Chronicle on Stax 92.1. It's the Sunday Chronicle. We gon' give the news and keep you up to date. From crimes to the politics, you gon' know what's up around your way. We give two thumbs up to everyone out here doing their thing. We gon' show men love to all the ones working hard in communities. It's the Sunday Chronicle. Good morning and welcome to the Sunday Chronicle. I'm your host, Giannis Jackson, coming for you, coming to you from Stax 92.1 FM. This is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. Now, typically I would go through and introduce my guest and we're going to get to that. But we uh, have switched things up a little bit on the Sunday Chronicle and I now have a new co-host. So I'm going to pass that over to him to let him introduce himself and then we'll bring in our special guest for today. Well, thank you very much, Giannis. Uh, In brief, my name is Span. I am the night host, music director and assistant program director for WJQ Q106 in Lansing. Uh, I guess I would call myself an entertainer more than a DJ. I uh, like to stay up on current events. I like to be funny. I like to be fun. And when Giannis was like, hey, I'm looking for a co-host. Would you be interested? I almost did a backflip. And from my big behind, that would have been something to see. <laughs> but uh, I, did, I didn't attempt it lest I uh, take an extended uh, vacation in a hospital. <laughs> so here I am. So thank you for the invite, Giannis. And I'm looking forward to doing the S- Sunday Morning Chronicle with you on the regular. Well, I'm just I'm glad uh, that you're here. This is actually a part of my father's vision, my late father. And, you know, he passed around this time last year, uh, February 5th. So um, I'm really happy to see the things evolve. And now we have this dynamic with, uh, you know, me and a co-host. And this is going to make it even better. But um, without further ado, I'd like to uh, introduce our special guest, Mr. Jay Vincent. He is a former NBA player and he is doing a lot in the community. He is also an author and he has a lot of things going on, but I'll step back and I will allow Mr. Jay Vincent to introduce himself. Jay, take it away. How are you today? I'm fine, Giannis. I'm fine. Uh, Thanks for having me on. It's one of those uh, uh, always fast and going world out here. So, uh, my new book, uh, I would say booklet's called Safe Stop, is showing kids, uh, teenagers, and adults how to have calm, safe, and peaceful interactions with uh, police when they're pulled over. And uh, uh, probably probably one of my best uh, things that I've created simply because of the temperature of the of the what's going on in today's world. So uh, it's, it's something that's needed. It's very sad what's going on with police stops all around the country, uh, especially what just happened with Memphis. But, you know, in my booklet, I try to tell people how that can be avoided. Okay, so tell me a little bit about how this came to be. Was it just you uh, working on it? Did you have some people contribute to this booklet? And, and when did you... Uh, you know, first, uh, when did it become tangible? When did it first uh, release on the street? Excellent, excellent question. It was been about a year and a half ago. I was going down the street, I would say almost two years, but a year and a half ago, you know, when Black Lives Matter was going on with, with George Floyd and a lot of things was going and happening there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, you know, I've always been a situation where 
uh, I've been tense because, you know, I have a lot of or a few friends who are state troopers. Uh, one just uh, who's in the book, uh, Dwight Denning, who is a uh, he just retired as a Michigan state trooper. And but he was always a fair trooper, an honest trooper. Uh, I always say, even though, you know, we have a lot of good police officers, but we do have some like what happened in Memphis. But mm-hmm. I was going down the street. It wasn't called safe stop. It was called, I think, police, uh, police. I forgot what I called it, but it wasn't safe stop. And I was going to the light, going to the light. And I was like, well, I've got to be something where everybody who reads this, it has to be quick. It has to be catchy especially if, if kids and teenagers and young adults are, are reading it. And I came to light and I thought of Safe Stop. Okay. And from there, it is taken really, really, really off. I mean, it's uh, especially when I put, you know, a few of the NBA pictures in there with myself, my brother Magic, Dr. J. And I wanted to do that because I didn't want the kids or teenagers mm-hmm. or even adults to throw it away after they read the information right. about how to be safe when they're stopped by the police. So, mm-hmm. and it's just incredible. I have so many sponsors and it's still growing. Now, uh, who who are some of the people or organizations that contributed to the uh, the Safe Stop uh, pamphlet? Well, we got uh, Subway, Burger King. We have uh, Men's Warehouse. We have LL uh, Cookie Shop. We have. Uh, a ton of small sponsors. Mm-hmm. What I mean by small, but they haven't. They've they've purchased either a thousand dollars worth of books to give them out. Uh, we're, we'll probably have McDonald's soon. We haven't got them over yet. We'll probably have a place called the Sub Shop mm-hmm. uh, down in different places. Because what I do is, even though when we put, say for instance, is Burger King wouldn't be the whole corporate Burger King because everything is individually owned. But so that's why if you look at our website, it may say Burger King Dallas mm-hmm. or it might say uh, Men's Warehouse Dallas. Or oh, it may I see. Say something like that. Okay. So that way, because it's individual. But uh, it's a situation where we think we're on the, we probably with sponsorship will probably do almost a million in sales from both our books. Oh, wow. And I just and I just sent it out this week to all the police. Uh, departments in Lansing, the Michigan State Police, the Michigan State University mm-hmm. uh, Police, uh, Lansing, East Lansing, Meridian Township. I sent it to Andy Shore's office. Okay. Uh, I and, sent and, it to um, the governor's office. Correct. Okay, so how does how does one get a, a copy of this? Because you said you got some out there. Because you know our listeners might want to get a copy for, for themselves. Yeah. Yes. Well, basically, we have we have sponsorships. I'm giving out free copies right now. They're all free. We give out. We just have sponsors that will put them in different uh, public stores or something like that. But if they uh, go to my website at www.police safestop.com mm-hmm. and they'll see address there just uh, write to me and my email address is the same police safe stop at yahoo.com mm-hmm. and we'll get a book out to them okay well that's uh, if you you heard that listeners uh you know so reach out go to the website safestop.com to get police a copy oh, Correct. Police, safe, police safestop.com is the website okay police, police safe stop.com yeah, excuse police, me correct. okay exactly. yeah so 
Well, we talked a little bit about this pamphlet. Now, you got a lot more to talk about, uh, Jay. So we're going to take a short break. But when, when we return, I want to hear a little bit. I mean, I know everyone always asks you about your, your NBA career. But, of course, I have to ask you about that. And, you know, and it's connected to the Lancet community, your your career and whatnot. So I'd just love to uh, for you to share a little bit about that when we come back. But before we go, I'd like to let our listeners know that you are listening to to uh, the Sunday Chronicle. I'm your host, Giannis Jackson, coming to you from Stax 92.1 FM. This is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. We'll be back after this. At Lansing Community College, I'm learning for my future. LCC offers one and two year pathways to careers in healthcare, IT, manufacturing, and other professional trades. More than 500,000 professional trades jobs will need to be filled in Michigan by 2026. So I know I'm learning for a great career. I belong at LCC. You belong here too. Visit lcc.edu slash you belong and enroll today. I'm the type to dance to her very own beat. Ask me where I am, probably somewhere singing. Around my way, they call me Jingle Queen. Because I sing about everything. I just do it, Nike. Have it your way, Burger King. Snap, crackle, pop, go Rice Krispies. Maybe it's me. You should me. call me the Jingle Queen. When you're in need of dope melody. You should call the Jingle Queen when you're in need. You should call me, call me the Jingle Queen. Oh, you should call the Jingle Queen. www.lorepen.com. That's L-A-U-R-E-P-E-N.com. And welcome back to the Sunday Chronicle. I am your host, Giannis Jackson, coming to you from Stacks 92.1 FM. This is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. Today, our special guest and sponsor for this show is Mr. Jay Vincent. And he is here talking about his police safe stop pamphlet as well as, well, we're going to go into a little bit about his background and his testimony and, um, and uh, that's all I have to say. Yeah, before okay. we get the candy stories involving the NBA and random affiliations therein, <laughs> I am just curious, uh, how did you populate the information on how to uh, participate in a safe stop with police that you then put into the policesafestop.com pamphlet? Well, what I've done, and that's a very good question. You know, when I was, I always tell everybody, I was almost like a Carl Malone. I always wanted to be a police officer. And when I retired... At age 33, when I got hurt over in Italy, I thought that uh, I think the maximum they wanted you to be, you know, is 35, 36. And I always wanted to be a police officer. For some reason, I was going to, I said, oh, it's my time to be a Michigan State Trooper. Because I've always had the uh, thought of, like my late mom, I always wanted to help people. I always used to get behind people. When I'm driving, I put my little sirens on in my head, like I'm pulling somebody over. Or I was always doing that. So what I done is I talked to about three or four, uh, well, one or two state troopers. I talked to uh, a retired Lansing uh, police officer. Uh, I have a cousin 
in uh, down in Alabama, who's a state trooper for Alabama. And what I did is just gather different information where I thought if I was behind the wheel, how should I react? I wanted to make it more or less what I thought everybody should do. And then I kind of just thought about asking them, would they would this be the correct way of doing it? So I wanted to be the main focus of writing it because a lot of people, when they're, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's difficult. You know, when you get behind the wheel, and you see those lights go off in the back of your rearview mirror, you change it to a different person. I know I do. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to make sure, okay, do I, is everything okay? Do I have my uh, registration, my insurance okay? okay. Uh, make sure, no, don't want to have any warrants on me. So you, you can imagine when people get pulled over, they start to react differently because everybody's different. Right. Mm-hmm. I try to make sure I tell everybody to calm down. Do not es- de-escalate everything if you can. Because if you escalate something by pulling, getting pulled over at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, it's only going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things I wanted to really pull out, pull out and say, I watched a lot of YouTube videos. And a lot of people get out and they try to always correct the police officer. Not saying that you're not correct, but that's not the time to do it. Yeah. That's not the time to do it when you're on the side of the road at 10 o'clock in the at night. That's not the time to do it when right. you have your kids in the car, when right. something could go wrong. Mm. If you're going to correct something, do it in front of the judge. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm glad that you have taken it upon yourself to share, um, you know, this this uh, valuable tool that uh, for the community. So we, we thank you for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yes. And um, so... Out to the fun step. Yes. I'm, I'm going to go into the cookie cutter, if you call it cookie cutter. But it's not going to be cookie cutter with me because I'm just not the, uh, the cookie cutter. But it's type. got cookie in it, so it's delicious. <laughs> mm. I can't wait. Go ahead, Giannis. Ask him those okay, questions. Okay. You know I am. Okay. So it's, 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 so you're you're from Kalamazoo. I didn't know that you were from Kalamazoo, Jay. So Yes, I am. Okay. Born in Kalamazoo. Okay. And so you moved here. What brought you here to Lansing? Well, my mother and father wanted to get away from Kalamazoo. Most of my family is still in Kalamazoo. Vincent, they're either in Kalamazoo or in Alabama. My mother and father is from Alabama. Okay. But they moved to uh, Kalamazoo like a lot of people from the South trying to come here and get jobs. And I was born in uh, Kalamazoo, moved here, and Sam, he was born here in Lansing. Okay. So just uh, what I would like to know, just give me a little bit about the teams you played for and for those that don't know you know your you maybe your talk about some of the things that you did your testimony and how you used uh your life and your story to overcome adversity and to to mentor and and coach uh youth uh not only in greater lansing but i remember you going and 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 selling your books uh in different places and um that's just uh i'm mentioning his book that was published was it 2016 jay when you 2016 2016 yes, oh so yeah so yeah i would love to hear a little bit about your background and and you know the, i'm sure the listeners would as well well, thank you, thank you. Thank both of you, by the way. But, yeah, I moved here when I was five years old. Uh, I started playing basketball at nine years old when I met Magic. I wasn't a very good basketball player, by the way, but uh, I still was trying. Mm-hmm. And when, we, when uh, you say Magic, you mean the Magic Johnson, correct? It was the, I call him Magic. Everybody try to call him Buck and all that junior. Yeah, Magic Johnson or Irvin Johnson, however they want to call him. But, yes, Magic Johnson. Met him at nine. It was funny because he was 
doing all that trickery stuff even when he was nine or ten years old. <laughs> wow. So I went on. I tried to uh, become a good basketball player, but I got cut my seventh and eighth grade year. But what I was an all-star selling candy. What I mean by that is I was always about trying to make that extra little dollar, either selling candy, mowing lawns, uh, shoveling snow, uh, until I became a decent basketball player. In ninth grade, we played against Magic. At uh, I was at uh, Water French. He was at Dwight Rich. We beat him. Uh, and then we went on to 10th grade. We both grew about five or six inches. I think he grew to 6'9". I grew to 6'8". And you were at and then, you were at Lansing Eastern, correct? Lans- yes, Lansing and, Eastern. And he was at, at Lansing at, at Everett? Les- yep, Lansing Everett. Yes, okay. And, and who had their growth spurt first? Was it you, sir, or was it Magic? That's a good question. I do not know because... Back then, um, you know, there, there wasn't that much, many cars going around as far as what we could afford to drive. Right. The only thing I knew was that from ninth grade, I was about 6'2", 6'3". Mm-hmm. I think Magic was about 6'3", 6'4". Next thing you know it, he's up there about 6'9", and I'm 6'7", 6'8". Wow. And we didn't see each other for, in, for the entire summer, only because, again, we didn't have the transportation or a vehicle of our own. So... He stayed more on the south or west side. I stayed more on the east side. So we kind of grew up from there, and then we created this rival that uh, everybody still talks about today. Yeah, I see the uh, pictures. Which was great. <laughs> yeah, you must have yeah, thought you man. had an advantage when you had that growth spurt. Then he showed up here <laughs> like, shucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, he, and not only did he have that the same growth spurt, but then he, he had that Michael Jackson afro that looked like he was 6'11". <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I could never get my hair to grow like that. Or You know how you would hot comb it in the day? Well, I would hot comb it. <laughs> By the time I run down the court, it would just go and go down back down. But anyway, <laughs> from there we went on. Uh, we, we grouped after the we had spectacular games against each other in high school. We ended up both attending Michigan State University when we uh, won the 79 championship, 1979 championship against Larry Bird. Everybody, I think, remembers that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Magic and Kelser left that year after the championship. I had a stress fracture, so I didn't play that much that last three or four games because uh, I had a really good season and just had bad luck, ran down the court and broke my foot during the uh, run. Yes, so that was terrible, but... When they left, I became a, a super scorer, I would always say. I led the Big Ten in scoring two years in a row. Went on, got drafted, the number 24th pick, which was a disappointment for me. I was supposed to go in the top ten. But I messed up a couple questions, and uh, I'm going to say this real quick, and I'm going to ask you both. One of the questions was, if you were with your someone in college and they got pregnant, but you went and left her there, but went and met somebody when you went off to the NBA. Would you go back to your lady in college with your baby, or would you move on? Which one would you do? Wait, they asked you I that play, question I play the fifth? as they part of the draft? I wouldn't want to answer part of that. The, that's part of the draft. <laughs> wow. I'm listening. Wow. Which one? That's not a reasonable no, question. That, that seems like that's ridiculous. No, that that seems like something you would ask somebody on Love Connection. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I'd be like, "Sir, are we dating?" Because that's not a question that we should be discussing. I mean, I don't. I got that question wrong. I said that I would, you know, stay with my uh, 
lady friend or or, or lady that I got pregnant. Because I, I tried to be diplomatically correct in front of the general managers who were there. Oh, they, they want to know that you're going to listen to everything. They say. Sure. But it was wrong. <laughs> They said no. Most wow. people would move on. And then one last question. There's no right or wrong answer. To, I'm sorry, is sir, that a, but that just seems ridiculous. I am so sorry you went through that. I've got to answer this, though. Okay. They said, Jay, okay, we are looking for a good player. Where do you have your best games, at home or away? Do you have it at home where you got your fans, or do you have your best games away at other people's gyms. The answer, answer? At, it has to be a way. That that's, has to be the answer. Yeah, I, I was thinking a way. It's like, it's like choosing uh, B on a multiple choice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, which one ready? <laughs> oh, it was home? Is it home? Oh, because I they probably make more money. More money at home. Okay. I said a way too. Because I said a way we all get together. The fans are against us. I'm ready to. Give them hmm. thirty or forty points. They said that's the wrong answer. I said, well, I guess right I can't. Answer. I can't be a basketball player because I. Didn't you know what they said? Like the right that. answer was. <laughs> I didn't know they you had the, to answer. The though. correct answer is you play good at home and away. That's that. I mean, I thought oh. that. But see, but that was a trick question, and I see, you could have said it that. Got me on those questions, and I went from the twenty fourth pick. I mean, I went from the ninth pick. I was supposed to be at Dallas till the twenty fourth. Wow. Now you did you play? Did you come out and play with the Mavericks? I know you played for, or was it the Bucks? Who who was it? No, that was the Dallas Mavericks. Correct. Okay, so you, your first team was was the Mavericks. What was after that? You played for a few. I teams, went from Dallas Mavericks. I went to Washington Bullets. Okay, and then I went from there to Denver. Denver Nuggets. Okay. Yep, and then I went from the Denver. I played at San Antonio, then went on with the Lakers after a short stunt. I really didn't play for Philadelphia. It's more like. They was doing the contract, so it was like a one-day or two-day stop or uh-huh. a game, and then I went to play with the Lakers. Quick question, sir. And, when you yeah. first got to Denver, did the did the the like the above altitude, elevation thing yeah. mess with you? The altitude, yeah, mile high. Well, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, yes, it does. Uh, that's a big advantage for anybody that plays in Denver. The high altitude it definitely will affect any other people or any other other teams that's coming in there. That's why a lot of teams. They if they're in the playoffs, <laughs> exactly. They like to come in early. Well, look. But anyway, I go to my book after after the uh, I retired or I got hurt over in Italy. I started several companies, but one of my biggest companies I started was in 2006. It was called Foreclosure Bank Inspection Company. That was another one that because there was a lot of foreclosures going around throughout the country. I ended up with twenty thousand. Uh, subcontract workers, and uh, I was doing about $2 million a year. I messed that company up only because the Fed said I, what they called, bait and switch. What I mean by that is I advertised in in the newspaper that I was hiring contractors and subcontractors, but I never hired any contractors. So the Feds came in and said, oh, that's mail fraud, and then I did something that I really thought I was outsmarting everybody. I didn't report a half million dollars in taxes Ooh. or in income. So they gave me a mail fraud charge and a tax evasion charge. And here I am. I think I know it all now. And I'm threatening them. I'm going to sue. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Not knowing who there was. They had this one. I forgot her name. She's in my book. But she came at me. She was a young white um uh, postmaster, and I thought uh, that she didn't have much power 
until I read about Ooh. how much power they have. Yeah. Wow. And they're right under the FBI. Yes. So I had no I idea. Reading, I found out recently. I said, wow, they have a lot of power. They have they a have post a office of police. So Do they have police? They have their own post office police. Did they come get police. you, Jay? The, the post the office feds, police? The, the, the oh. post office have their own police. The feds got their own prisons. They have their own oh judges. They have their own everything. So, you know me, I didn't know all of that. So, I'm just thinking that's Lansing police. Oh, my or goodness. And that happened in so, Lansing, too? They, I was in, I, I was coming back it, it, from the start of my book. I know we don't have much time, but I'll mm-hmm. go really, really quick. I'm driving back Myrtle Beach after I got a standing ovation of 100 people that was joining my company. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't reach my company. Nobody was answering the phone. Mm. So I knew that was strange. And so there, they had raided my house in, in uh uh, Hazlitt, and then they raided my business, and that started a total nightmare. Other than I went in, of course, I spent five and a half years, or five and a half years at a prison camp, which, of course, I thought I should have done about two and a half, but the judge gave me five and a half. I put all his letters in my book, United States versus Javins and NBA Secrets. Mm. Uh, I did make $22 million off that book. And so that was all good by the Italy Trust. Uh, The only thing I know is Judge Yonker, I thought he was a fair judge. He's now is the mass or he's the uh, he's ahead of all the uh, federal judges in Grand Rapids. And uh, it's a situation that I told myself I'll never go back to that situation. And I've kind of moved on. And now I've created a comic book. And then I came up with Safe Stop. And I tell myself, I never stopped thinking from when I was doing snow or raking leaves or selling candy. I still remember my line when I was selling candy. I would say, hello, this is Jay Vincent. I have turtles. I have mints. I have anything you'd like for $5. (laughs) And from there to what I am now, I'll be 64 coming up in a few months. I think that people motivate themselves and say, I'm going to make sure no matter what I do, because a lot of people ask me, why are you so successful? Because I go from selling candy, I go from playing pro basketball, to starting several businesses, million-dollar businesses, to now creating Safe Stop. I just say, if you never stop and stay focused, you can make it. Yes. Well, nice. we appreciate you. And, and I, I like that line about, you know, anything for $5. And before we go, I wanted to know, with the price of inflation, Jay, how would you say that today? That $5, what would that be? That $5, you know, I used to get those candies at uh, Kmart before they went bankrupt for 50 cents. My mother would take me out there. I would buy, I would get $4 from her and buy about as many boxes as I could for 50 cents and I turn around and sell them for $5. So I was making a 450 profit. So today's, I would say, Yanni, Mm -hmm. I would say um, maybe about the same candy costs you about $12 and 50 cents now. So Mm. for $12 and 50 cents, Jay. $12 and 50 cents. But you know, turtles are still out here. Turtles are my number one candy. Now was my biggest seller. With oh. turtles. They are awesome. Yes, and, and <laughs> they are. <laughs> well, hey, 
I appreciate that, that story and the uh, adjustment with inflation for today. With that, <laughs> I want to thank you for coming and talking with us on the Sunday Chronicle, Jay. Thank you so much for sponsoring the show. We appreciate you. And I want to thank all of my listeners coming back. I want to thank my new co-host, Span, for hey, being hey. here. And it's Span, y'all. It's S-P-A-N, like wingspan. Yeah, not Stan, like you said the first three times, but it's okay. I didn't You've say Stan. You. Who said Stan? You said Stan at least once. No, I didn't. Oh, you got a, hey, that's Stan, you have an excellent radio voice, by the way. Oh, wow. you, you're telling me that I with mean, your voice sounding like it does, really? Really? Well, uh, hey, between you, Stan, and then your niece just went into a different mode on me. Well, you know. I was like. You know, oh I, I, I have to go into that, but <laughs> but you know, with, with that, I'm I'm gonna give you a little taste of that, and I'm I'm gonna let you guys know that okay. you are listening to the Sunday Chronicle. We want to thank you for being here again. Mm. I'm your host, Giannis Jackson, coming mm. to you from Stacks 92.1 FM. This is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. Make yes, Lord. <laughs> there you go. That's a lot. <laughs> yes, Lord. Okay, then. I guess it's Sunday. So bring it on, y'all. All right. Y'all have a good day. At Lansing Community College, I'm learning for my future. LCC offers one and two year pathways to careers in healthcare, IT, manufacturing, and other professional trades. More than 500,000 professional trades jobs will need to be filled in Michigan by 2026. So I know I'm learning for a great career. I belong at LCC. You belong here too. Visit lcc.edu slash you belong and enroll today. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you, we promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-668-2493. That's 800-668-2493. Do you own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you are ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800-953-0866-800-953-0866-800-953-0866. That's 800-953-0866.